0: This film is Lit, the podcast where we finally settle the score on one simple question. Is the book really better than the movie? I'm Brian. I have a film degree, so I watch the movie, but don't read the book.
1: And I'm Katie. I have an English degree, so I do things the right way and read the book before we watch the movie.
0: Look, some of us are lazy, all right?
1: If by lazy you mean wrong.
0: Prepare to be wowed by our expertise and charm as we dissect all of your favorite film adaptations and decide whether the silver screen or the written word did it better. So turn it up, settle in and get ready for spoilers because guess what, this film is lit. Turn-of-the-century London, a magical nanny employs music and adventure to help mend the bonds between two children and their father. It's Mary Poppins, and this film is lit. Oh, and welcome back to the 39th episode of This Film's Lit, the podcast where we talk about movies that are based on books or stories. Some sort of written word in this instance. It is a book. We're talking about Mary Poppins, the classic 65 Disney film. 64, like 64, 65. somewhere One of those. in there. I don't know. We talked about it in the last episode or in the prequel, but I don't exactly recall. This is a normal episode. I, we have all of our segments that we usually have. Yes, we do. Uh, for the first time since Sleepy Hollow, probably. Uh, which means that our first segment is Let Me Sum Up. Let Me explain there is too much let me sum up so katie you get to go first on let me sum up which means i put my fingers in my ears and hum <laughs> just so if there's any no and it's not really that because there's probably won't have any specific details but we don't want to mm-hmm. spoil anything for later segments so go ahead
1: the four banks children are in need of a new nanny when the east wind blows mary poppins into their lives Although she is often cross and quite vain, she takes the children on several magical adventures, filling their lives with wonder until the wind changes and she must leave again.
0: All right. It takes very little amount of humming to when you have your fingers in your ears to make it completely <laughs> inaudible to hear anything. So, here's my uh, the summation of the film. After the Banks family loses its sixth nanny in as many weeks, the stern Mr. Banks begins a search for a new nanny. That will finally be able to handle his two rambunctious children. The children have their own desires for the new nanny, but their father disregards their wishes, tearing up the list and throwing it into the fire. When a new nanny, Mary Poppins, descends from the clouds with the list that the father destroyed to offer her services, the Banks family descends into adventure and chaos. Ultimately, Mary Poppins teaches every member of the Banks family, bringing them together in a way that they've never been before.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it of
0: the movie. Pretty much. So now that's out of the way, in case you haven't seen Mary Poppins or don't know what Mary Poppins or maybe is. maybe don't remember it. Or don't remember it because I didn't remember really yeah. much about it other than sort of the vague songs. You know, like some of the sequences I had a recollection of. But it had been a long time. It was a, it was a pretty good movie. It's fine. It's long. It's a little long. It,
1: it is a little long. Especially for yeah. what it is. We talk about that.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about it. All right. Let's get into our next segment, which we haven't done in a while. Guess who?
1: Who are you? No one of consequence. I must know. Get used to disappointment. Hey. All right. So this is a segment where I read a character description yep. from the book and you try to guess which character it is. Yes. Um. And I'm very fair and I don't try to trick you by reading descriptions of characters that didn't make it into the movie. Right. Yeah,
0: because that would be impossible. <laughs> I would literally have no.
1: So I have one single character description this time and you are going to get it.
0: I'm sure, because I'm assuming I know who it's going to be already, (laughs) but we'll see.
1: All right. They could see that she had shiny black hair and that she was thin with large feet and hands and small, rather peering blue eyes.
0: All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's got to be Mary Poppins.
1: It is Mary Poppins. All right.
0: Nailed it. it. The thing I find interesting about that description is the large feet and hands. Yeah. It's a very specific and odd thing. Yeah. Now, I guess that's from sort of the point of view of the kids, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So maybe they would focus on... I don't know. It's just very... Large feet and hands It's such a, it a is, strange yeah, thing. Yeah, it's an
1: interesting detail to include, but it's also... I feel like it's very children's literature. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah. seems yeah. like Yeah, as something we mentioned that-
0: when in Harry Potter, Hagrid and his dustbin... <laughs> dustbin <laughs> Lid-sized hands—the <laughs> uh, recurring description of Hagrid's size. Um, so yeah, uh, hands size. Yeah. I guess that makes sense for kids. It may be something they focus on more than.
1: Well, and I think, especially I if you look at something like like rolled doll and rolled doll is maybe a, an interesting example. Um, but adults often tend to be described as kind of grotesque right. from a child's point of view.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's kind of what I was yeah. saying. Is that from a kid's point of view, maybe it makes more sense than for me. It just seems sort of an oddly weird specific thing. But mm-hmm. also, like I'm just trying to imagine how big they would have to be <laughs> to warrant
1: that you would notice. That you would notice.
0: That's my point. Like how big do her hands and feet need to be before I would notice? Man, those are some big hands and feet on Mary <laughs> Poppins. I just think it's strange. I don't know. <laughs> uh, she has normal sized hands and feet because it's Julia <laughs> Julia <Yeah>. Andrews, but. <laughs> Whatever, in the film. Uh, All right, so one for one on Guess Who, which that was, again, pretty pretty easy one. So now we're going to move on to our big segments and head right into Was That in the Book? Nicholas Flamel is the only known maker of the Philosopher's Stone. What? Honestly, don't you two read? All right, so I have a lot of things. Well, Mm a fair amount of things. Uh, I tried to hit a lot of the big sort of what I... The things that I remembered that stuck out to me is like, this will be interesting to know. I mean, that's always what I try to do is yeah. try to kind of hit the things that or the big ones and see if those are from drawn from the novel. First up, and I kind of know the answer to this one, I have a feeling, because it's the same thing I asked with Willy Wonka? No. Yes. I don't know. A couple of them <laughs> maybe at this point. Are there any songs?
1: Uh, there are not.
0: Okay. Again, I assumed as much, uh, I, I believe I'd asked that about at least one or two other ones that I can't yeah, remember now yeah. that have songs because they're kids' movies or they're, you know, like Willy Wonka has songs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so, yeah, no no songs. Uh, I, I I assumed as much that they added all of that. But we'll talk about some of the specific songs in later segments and now whether or not they have any sort of, yeah. Any if those any are kind of extrapolations things. of scenes. Yeah. I, I ask about a lot of those coming up, so... Uh, this is a very specific line, and I thought it was an interesting line, and I don't—I just wanted to know if it was in the book. It's when, uh, before Mary Poppins shows up, Bert's on the street, mm-hmm. and the wind starts blowing, and he does like a little sing-songy poem thing. And one of the lines at the end is, and now, I guess I know what it means in retrospect, but he says, I feel what's to happen has all happened before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and I thought it was a an, uh, The way he delivers it is almost like something Out of like a horror movie Yeah
1: it's kind of creepy Yeah
0: uh, or something and now in retrospect I know that like She's come down and he's always Meets up with her I guess mm-hmm. That he's also maybe potentially a magical Person maybe not um, <laughs> But he, he kind of is friends With her whenever she shows up uh, Is that in the book and what does that
1: Mean? Um, So that specific line isn't in the book Okay Um, But Like you kind of extrapolated, it's probably a reference to the fact that in the book she's always kind of coming and going. Yeah. Like that's kind of the main premise of at least the first couple of the books in the series. I think that she like shows up at the beginning and then has to leave again at the end.
0: Yeah. Okay. We'll go into, I have a specific, in Lost in Adaptation, which is our next segment, Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to go in a little more on where it is she goes maybe and what yeah. just her whole deal what's her the deal mythos. yeah what's the deal with mary poppins we'll get into that in lost in adaptation but we're gonna save that for the next segment because i had questions and you may not have answers uh in the book is mrs banks a suffragette because she is in the film
1: alas that is not in the book it's not in the book no okay um the book is set i think it's in the 1930s oh right it was so written in the 30s yeah Um, and so, yeah, it's not 1910 in the book, so the timing wouldn't really work out for her to be a suffragette. Gotcha.
0: I thought that was an interesting.
1: I want to talk more about that later. later. Yeah. It was an
0: interesting choice. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I wasn't expecting it and I didn't remember that specific (laughs) detail, probably because when I saw this movie, I didn't know what the word suffragette meant. Right. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I was like four and I was like, I don't know what that (laughs) means. Um, all right uh the do the bankses have a neighbor who has a pirate sh- not a pirate ship a naval ship on top of his house with a cannon that he shoots off to denote the time
1: um admiral boom is in the book is that yes. his name admiral yeah. boom okay
0: I know. What, what a name um <laughs> so he is in the book yeah. and does he do the same sort of thing he shoots a cannon off at certain times of days um that you recall or is or does he just have a cannon at least like is that he
1: has a cannon? I don't recall that he ever actually fires it, okay. in the book,
0: okay, that would make more sense. Well, I say make more sense. we I don't know what will and won't make sense in the in the narrative of this book because uh, so many times while reading it, you turn to me and go, went, this is so weird. this is the weirdest book, so I'm not even sure that you know. I don't even know what sort of the baseline reality yeah. of the book is to whether or not it would be weird for their neighbor to have a cannon that he fires off. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that would be within the book, if that's out of place or not. So,
1: But I don't recall that he ever fires the cannon okay. within the
0: book. Somebody will yell at you that he does. Um, I feel like
1: I would have made a note of it.
0: Yeah. Does when Mary Poppins arrives. Uh, so they, they started their new search for a new nanny mm-hmm. after the the last one leaves. Uh, And there's a whole giant line of them. And in the movie, when Mary Poppins arrives, uh, she causes a windstorm. Or I don't know if she causes it, but there is a windstorm that Mm -hmm. blows away all the other nannies. Assuming to their deaths. (laughs) I I, I mean, they fly away through the air and we don't see them land. So I'm just saying they may or may not have blown into the the river and drowned or whatever. We have no idea. Uh does that happen in the book does Mary Poppins blow away the other nannies? Um
1: first of all that's a really dark take on that and I love it.
0: I'm just saying I don't know <laughs> we don't know what Mary Poppins is capable of.
1: Um there is a windstorm that heralds her arrival but there is not a line of nannies okay. hence she doesn't blow them away.
0: I thought that was an interesting Cause it's I didn't remember that, and I was like, "That's weird."
1: It's like my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, when they all just the all nannies fly away. away,
0: they just all like, "Woo!"
1: Fly I love away. the one that clings to the fence. Yeah. like, no, <laughs> I will remain.
0: Yeah, well, I would be clinging that. <laughs> yeah the I, you're i would be like oh my god a tornado i'm gonna die i'm sucked up in a tornado i'm gonna die half of those women probably had heart attacks from flying, let alone whether or not they land in the river or just fell to their deaths they probably they were all like 70 year old women they all probably just had heart attacks and died from being picked up and flung through the air by some magical wind force
1: i don't know they're british yeah and stiff upper lip and yeah, all that
0: sure well, and, and, and we'll talk about it later, but a lot, I assumed a lot of stuff would have been changed and added because, as we'll discuss, the author is not particularly happy with this film. Yeah, so. yeah. Is the line, and now obviously this isn't a song in the book because there aren't songs, but uh, the line, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down.
1: No, it is not.
0: Wow. So maybe the most iconic, yeah, one of, the, one most of iconic the most iconic lines yeah. of the film added, not from the novel. I actually think I knew that because I remember reading. I think when we were doing prequel study notes, mm-hmm. that uh, one of the film writers came up with that because his son had gotten a polio vaccine? Some vaccine. And at school,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't remember if it was polio, I don't remember what it was, but something. Um, and. They had... He said, did the shot hurt? And the kid had said, no, that wasn't a shot. They gave it to us on a sugar cube. Like, they put... It was, like, a some hmm. sort of, like, liquid... Interesting. Like, that, you know, like, some of them you can get, like, nasally or whatever. Yeah. I assumed that some of these you could... And this was back in the 60s or whatever. You could eat them or drink them or whatever. And they gave it to him on a sugar cube. Hmm. And that was... So that was where he came up with the idea for a spoonful Are we of sure sugar. they
1: weren't just dosing those kids with
0: absinthe? I, you mean LSD? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, you can put absinthe on a sugar oh, cube. Oh, can you? Yeah. I haven't,
0: I've never heard that. Come on now. I don't, I don't, I don't. Well, we won't get into the whole uh, <laughs> pseudoscience of absinthe and whether or not it actually does anything, but <laughs> um, we won't go into that. Do they jump into a chalk drawing? Or a drawing or whatever of some sort.
1: Yes, they do. Um, It plays out differently in the book than it does in the movie. Okay. But But, they do go into, or at least Mary Poppins does, go into a chalk drawing.
0: Oh. And travel to another world. Yes. Okay. So the kids don't go with them? No. She just goes by herself? Her and Bert go. Oh, her and Bert. Well, we'll talk about that. But Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, In fact, we'll talk about it right now. It's my next question. Is Bert in the book? Uh, You just answered that question. Yes. Yes. And are him and Mary Poppins all flirty and stuff? Because that was not a thing I remembered from the movie, was their inherent sexual tension <laughs> that is constant throughout this film.
1: You know, he he is in the book. He's in much less of the book than he is in, in the, the movie. The movie yeah. um, but they do have, like, a flirtation. Yeah. And I would almost argue that they have more of a flirtation in the book. In the book.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not overt in the movie, but it's just a little subtle. Yeah. The way they talk to each other was like, oh, these two have fucked, like, a lot in the past. <laughs> like, that was how it felt. Like, these two hook up, like, every time she flies down from the cloud. Yeah. You know, they're, then they're, she's in town. They hook up and then, like, go on fucking f- f- chalk painting dates and stuff. And then, <laughs> like, bang with... did. did Cartoon characters hanging out Like it, I yeah I, I did not Recall again this I probably saw This movie the last time when I was Under 10 years old mm-hmm. Um. So I probably wouldn't have picked up on it as much But yeah there's Some very overt sexual tension Yeah between it's, these it's two. quite
1: palpable
0: Yes yes and so, and so that's from the book that is not In fact they may have dialed it back a bit in the movie <laughs> Along with Spoonful of Sugar Helps Medicine Go Down probably this Being the most iconic yeah thing yeah from the movie supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is that word in the book
1: it's not
0: it's not i think i knew this too because yeah. when doing research um they had talked about like where the word came from and the, I, the movie writers had come up with that or, or found it or something yeah like something that. so okay is there an equivalent thing no. They're like a word. Because that's kind of like a big thing at the end, too. Like with in the movie, mm-hmm. like Mr. Banks says it at the board meeting and mm-hmm. and like, uh, you know, it makes him laugh. And he's like, "Oh, what a great word. So there's not an equivalent, no. like different no. word no. that's kind of like the same through line thing. OK. All right. There you go. What <laughs> This scene in the movie, I did not understand. <laughs> uh, Mary Poppins, after their day out where they jump into the paintings and... And, uh, or, and, you know, and they go around and they're riding the, the course, the uh, uh-huh. merry-go-round horses through the everywhere and, and all this magical stuff. <laughs> and they're flying and all this nonsense. They get home and the kids were like, well, that was fun. And she's like, what was fun? And I was like, wait a second. Why are you gaslighting these kids? <laughs> and I didn't understand because she doesn't that never comes back in any way in the movie. But she just in that one scene is like, I don't know what you're talking about. We didn't what are you talking about? We went into a painting today. Did she gaslight the kids <laughs> in the movie or in the book? Like what was Okay. That?
1: So I have no idea what exactly it's about, like why that element is included, but yes, she does she almost does that, in that the book? exact same thing. It's after a different like adventure. Outing, yeah. But yeah, she does that. I was like,
0: well, what is the point? Because like, it doesn't seem like there's because in the rest of the movie, they go on and do a bunch of more like magical stuff. And she's and that doesn't yeah. ever seem to be like a continued thing. It's just that one time she's just like, what? And They're like, do you not remember? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, what is going on? What are you doing to these kids? And I'm like, or or, you know, if it was the idea of like, oh, it was supposed to be like this weird, like. They just like and they imagined it, but that's not clearly not what the you know like the, but, the kids see, like and invent and I, I this fantastical world and, and that, that's the, not
1: the book rides that line a little bit more of like whether or not movie. these of, things are yeah, actually of, happening, like, whether or not the adventure was really like a magical adventure oh. or if it's like make believe games. Right. And I say it rides a line. There are places in the book where it's a lot more overt that something magical is happening. Yeah. But I think it does ride that line way more than the movie yeah, does. Yeah, because the
0: movie, no. That's the only scene that would give yeah. you any inkling. I think. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, that 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 this is some sort of like um, that, that that you know that people are like make believing or like the kids are like you know sort mm-hmm. of imagining this and they're all just kind of like and the, and and she's playing along and they're sort of make believing and, and and inventing this fun scenario in their heads but it's not actually happening. There's not and everything else.
1: No, and then, just seems yeah, like it's
0: actually the happening. The
1: movie is very blatant about the fact that yeah. she's made of magic. Yeah. And does magic.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's very strange to me that. That scene where she's just like straight up like I don't know what you're talking about, and they're like, well, we just did all that stuff, and she's like, what? I was like, what is that? I don't. Know. All right, but it's from the book, so it's interesting. I'm gonna add one because I, I just want to know now, uh, and you uh, hopefully you'll remember this. I don't know why I didn't ask to begin with. Does she come down from the sky on a on a on a on an umbrella in the book?
1: She does not. She does not. She doesn't arrive on her umbrella. She does. Well, she does leave. She flies umbrella. up into the sky. Um, she Okay. So when she arrives, she does kind of get like blown in right. by the wind. But they don't ever mention that she has her umbrella out okay. in the book. Um, and it kind of almost seems like, like in the movie, it seems like she's in control. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it doesn't read that way in the book. Oh, okay. So I'm not 100% like <laughs> on yeah. exactly what happens there.
0: Okay. That's interesting. I could see that I could almost see it in the book if the sort of mythos they were going for with her was less that like she's like a witch, which again that's not really what they're going for in the movie but that in the book like maybe it's more of like if she's not control like if in the movie we see her very clearly like get her things together and then descend mm-hmm. from the the sky, you yeah. know, down to their yeah. house. Um, and it looks very much like intentional, whereas maybe in the book, she's more of like almost a force of nature that just like when there's a, like
1: when there's a need, she, she like blows in yeah. and not
0: even of her own. Like she yeah. just kind of shows up and like, well, I guess this is where I'm, I'm doing this now. You know yeah, what I mean? Maybe. I can almost see that being sort of an interesting, I don't know, backstory for or not backstory. I don't know, like kind of um, explanation for how she shows up. But anyways, all right. Uh, Is Uncle Albert the flying, giggling weirdo in the book? Yes. (laughs) He is? (laughs) Yes. Okay, so they go to visit Uncle Albert in the movie. If you haven't seen it in a long time, he's the uh, older gentleman who's, uh, when they get there, he just can't stop laughing, and his laughter causes him to float about. Yeah. um, Through the air, and then they all start laughing, and then they have a flying tea party. That stuff's all in the book? Yes. There you go. Including the floating tea party? Yes cool do they do they return to the earth by becoming sad
1: i believe they do yes okay
0: there you go is it sort of the same sort of thing it's just like a a little scene like they just go and visit them and yeah there's not like much else going on Mm -hmm. there because it's not none of that's really relevant plot wise
1: no it's not relevant to the rest of the
0: story in the movie just sort of like a fun excursion uh, moving on towards the end of the film is chim- does chimney sweeping make an appearance? Does Bert become a chimney sweep at some point? Because Bert in the movie, uh, the the sort of vibe you get is that he kind of you know he he's like a the kind of guy who just does odd jobs mm-hmm. to get by. Like one day he paints things on the sidewalk in panhandles, yeah. and panhandles, and other days you know he hustles. He, yeah he hustles and and sometimes he's a he's a chimney sweep. Is he a chimney sweep occasionally in the
1: um, There is no chimney sweeping mentioned oh. in the book. Um he ha- does have kind of a similar like he hustles. Right,
0: he just does different yeah, things. Yeah, they
1: so, they make mention of a couple different things that he does, um but his primary occupation in the book is as a matchman. He sells matches. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I didn't know that was a thing. Apparently Selling matches, it is. I guess in 1930s. Yeah. You sell matches.
1: Sell matches. And apparently you can make a living that way. <sighs>
0: Well, I would assume, I mean, the vibe I got from the movie, assuming it's similar in the book, is that he makes a living, but he's very much on the lower, lower, oh, well, yeah, like, you know, income bracket. Like, he's he's down there pretty far. Like, maybe not, he's not homeless, necessarily, but, like, you know, lives in, like, mm-hmm. a very sort of, you know.
1: He's not living the high life. Not
0: living, not even the midlife. Like, he's <laughs> yeah, he's on the lower end of the toilet pool. But he's happy, so it's it's all good. Uh, do they? I assume then, if there's not really much chimney sweeping going on, that they don't climb a soot staircase into the sky. No. Okay. Uh, and then the whole, and then related to that, the whole step in time sequence on the roof with mm-hmm. all of the other chimney sweeps. Uh, does that relate to anything from the book?
1: No, there's no equivalent to that. There is one story where the children observe Mary Poppins climb a ladder and help pin stars into the sky. Okay.
0: That's a similar it's to the similar. I mean, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Uh I assumed that again because it's, it's a big musical number that there wasn't really gonna be a mm-hmm. something that correlated. Yeah. But yeah. I didn't know if like maybe they went and, you know, jumped from house rooftop to rooftop and visited chimney sweeps or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Thought it was worth a, worth an ask because it's a huge sequence in the movie. And we discussed in the prequel episode that they had to film it twice, or at least mm-hmm. parts of it twice, because the film got messed up. So
1: that must have been a long day. And it,
0: well, it took a week to shoot, Ugh. but the sequence took a, a whole week to shoot, and they had to do it another time. Um, okay, so eventually, Mr. Banks, uh, after the kid uh, ruins a thing, at the, and this is in the movie, I don't know if this is mm-hmm. in the book, the uh, his son.
1: He causes a run Causes a run
0: A run at the bank Which I guess is just a term For like people Getting upset And wanting their money I don't even know Whatever Um, I'm sure it's some Old timey word For (laughs) it means something Uh, uh, So Mr. Banks Son causes And I don't remember The kids names For the life of me But George and No
1: (laughs) Jane and Michael
0: Sure Is George (laughs) the dad I don't even know Yeah Okay (laughs) Um, I thought there was A George Banks I just couldn't remember (laughs) Uh they so he wants his uh, he doesn't want to give his tuppence to the bank, mm-hmm. and so it causes a big ruckus. And they end up firing uh, the main old banker ends up firing. I guess I should ask this is Mr. Banks a banker?
1: He is a banker, I'm assuming
0: based on his name that that was <laughs> one the, you know. I, I just felt like maybe I should clar- double check and clarify. Um, one, does he get fired from the bank? No, okay, so then his whole because this sequence in the movie I thought was really f- funny where they go, they show up at, and they fire him in the middle of the night at mm-hmm. the bank and they rip his flower up and then <laughs> break his umbrella by pushing it the wrong direction and then punch a hole through his hat yeah, and give it back to him. I actually thought that was kind of a fun sort of um, destroying his markers of wealth type mm-hmm. of thing. You know, he has this nice umbrella and his fancy bowler hat and this coronation that all of the bankers wear. Yeah. And sort of destroying those things is like this it's like the most like fucking bougie way of like (laughs) disgracing somebody. You know what I mean? It's
1: very symbolic and it's something that you could actually maybe see happening in like turn of the century England. Exactly,
0: yeah. It's like it's that sort of thing of just like this like visual disgrace that you know pocks upon your family sort of thing. (laughs) Like I totally bought it as like something and maybe it's based in something real, who knows. Um, but it, that I assume, since he's not fired or whatever, that that doesn't mm-hmm. take place in the
1: yeah, book. Yeah, none of that is in the book.
0: Okay, anything with the bank there at the end, sort of? Or? Uh-uh. Um, okay.
1: Their dad is actually barely in the book. Okay. Um, They make mention once that they're going to the bank to meet their dad in the afternoon so that they can all have tea, but they don't ever actually show them having tea with their dad or at the bank. The story is about, like, the trip to the bank. Gotcha. So...
0: So then, assuming that based on that description and this other part here with the, um, the whole bank board scene, that's not at the end. Mm-mm. I guess the second question then, or sort of a, a a a wider question, what's the plot of the book?
1: The book has no plot.
0: Okay. I kind of figured that might be the case. It's
1: episodic. Right. Every chapter is like its own distinct little story. And there's like, aside from like the characters and like you can tell that it's kind of chronological because they mention different events that happen. There's no like through line. There's no through line. Yeah. Okay. There's no overarching plot. I mean, I guess maybe you could consider the fact that we know Mary Poppins is eventually going to leave. Right. As a plot of sorts.
0: Yeah. I mean the movie doesn't have a, a, a super like I mean, the movie the the big thing is just sort of like the character growth of the dad and even yeah. the kids to some extent, and the less so the mom. She doesn't change a whole lot. Um and sort of like that's that's the through line plot, quote unquote, in the film, because there isn't really like a plot plot in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's just that the the dad um is this stern cold you know sort of distant person at the beginning yeah and then through the actions of mary poppins and um the interaction with the kids and all of the events that take place he uh, sort of quickly and for no real reason decides that he wants to have more fun in life and you know loosen up a little bit and uh I mean, there's, there's some stuff, there's some effective stuff that works uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the movie with him and why he changes, but it is a little abrupt. But anyway, so that, that's the overarching plot in the movie yeah, is that he it he, is
1: a, a little more character driven. Yeah, it's more
0: character driven and sort of his change and deciding to spend more time with his family and, and, you know, not be such a fucking stick in the mud. Yeah. Just be a little less British. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. All right. And the last two questions I had. First, the cuz the kite is sort of the through-line plot of the mm-hmm. movie as well. the beginning of the movie, the kite Yeah,
1: it's kind of flies away. Yeah, it, by the kite. it
0: and gets destroyed. And then uh at the end of the film, he repairs the kite. Does that happen in the book? Is there anything there with the There is kite? no kite.
1: No in kite in the book. Okay. Um the second book though, in the series, Mary Poppins Returns, I believe does start with a kite. It's not
0: called Mary Poppins Returns.
1: No, it's called Mary Poppins Comes Back. Yes, you're right. because the movie yeah, is called the movie that, is yeah. Mary Poppins Returns, which is
0: a better uh, at least like title. Yeah, at least and by current standards, Mary Poppins Returns is a better title than Mary Poppins Comes Back. But mm-hmm. yeah, because I, I saw that when I was looking at something about the author. I was like, oh, it's not called Mary Poppins Returns. It's called Mary Poppins yeah. Comes Back. But OK, uh, so no kite. But you said in the second one there is something with a kite, maybe? I believe so, yes. Okay.
1: I just read the synopsis of right. it online. But...
0: Gotcha. Uh, I had a question about him getting made partner at the bank, but that's not really relevant because he can yeah. get fired or whatever. He just keeps his job or whatever. Finally, this is very important. Does Mary Poppins have a talking parrot umbrella?
1: She does have a parrot umbrella, but there's never any mention that it talks to her. Oh. Maybe it does, and we just never see it.
0: Yeah that's true
1: but she does have. oh it's yeah, on the cover see it right it there on the cover here yeah. there's a little parrot head but if the cover is very clearly the movie inspired like by, it's by the movie inspired yeah. by the movie yeah. yeah
0: so but but that is in the book still yes yeah. okay cool alright that's all I had for was that in the book we're gonna get into the the nitty gritty and Lost in Adaptation so let's do it
1: just show me the way to get out of here and I'll be on my way
0: wow I was lost yes
1: Yes, and I want to get unlost as soon as possible.
0: All right. Big, big questions here. Do we get any more of Mary Poppins' background in the book? Like, what is she? Why can she fly and sit on clouds and stuff? What is her deal? No. I'm sure the answer is no. Okay.
1: it does like it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a I know. Kids book. I
0: know. I agree. Um, I figured this would be the answer. A
1: couple interesting, potentially interesting notes, okay. though. Throughout the course of the book, we do meet several other magical entities. Oh, do we? Um, and they all know Mary Poppins, okay. and many of them seem to be pretty reverent of her. Okay. But we never learn exactly what she is or like why she has these yeah. magical powers.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I wonder if we get any more in like later books. Probably not. Probably but, not. But who knows. No. Um. Interesting. Yeah.
1: And I, I kind of mentioned earlier um, that everything that happens in the book, well, not everything, but a lot of what happens in the book kind of rides a line a of ambiguous like line of, did it or didn't it. Yeah. There's really only one point in the book where we see her do magic like she does in the movie. Yeah. Well, I guess two. Um, With the floating tea party. Yeah. When she like raises the table up to the ceiling. And then at the end when she flies away. Yeah. Are like really the only two times that. Whereas in the movie, we see like snapping fingers and the room cleans itself up and all kinds of different stuff. Yeah.
0: Ostensibly blows all the other nannies away. Mm hmm. Yeah, a handful. Yeah, like everything we see is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I assumed the answer was going to be no. We don't get any more on on who she is, but I figured I'd ask and we could have the discussion because I wanted to know what's the deal with Mary Poppins. And the answer is you don't get an answer. You don't need an answer. She's Mary Poppins. All right. That means it's time for Better in the Book. You like to read? Oh, yes. I love
1: to read. What do you like to read? Everything. Okay, so I have a handful of things from the book that I liked. First thing, Admiral Boom. Mm-hmm. He is in the book, as he is in the movie. Yeah. Um, but in the movie, he's like a naval captain. Yeah. Um, in the book, he's more like a pirate. Oh. Which I think is potentially more fun.
0: Yeah. Potentially. I Because like, they went in the movie, they went with him, yeah, as sort of a... Very
1: like proper, proper like
0: ship shaped guy, and he keeps the time, and Mm -hmm. that's like so. And and so I assume that because we talked about how he probably you don't recall him firing the cannon in the book, they got to have the returning recurring uh, visual gag. Yes, of every time he shoots the cannon, everything in the Banks house falls everywhere, and they all got to try to catch it and hold it, and you know it's just like this fun repeated gag where the piano flies across the room, and
1: and apparently all their furniture is on wheels. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and so and, yeah, but it gives him him being sort of a prim proper uh, admiral, sea captain, mm-hmm. naval guy, ma- it makes the the timekeeping. Yeah, that makes sense, that makes and sense. then that makes allows for the visual gag where they all go, oh, it's time and run it like you know. Mm-hmm. I can see where they kind of extrapolated that and why they made it that made it go that direction instead of a pirate. It would make less sense if he's like, it's eight o'clock on the nose, time to fire the cannon. <laughs> if he was a pirate, yeah, that's you know? true.
1: All right, so the chalk painting. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, in the book, she does go into the chalk painting with Bert, and they okay. do go on, like, a date. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it makes more sense for the movie to include the kids. Yeah. Uh, but as much as there are elements from that whole sequence that I love, it does drag. Oh, it's, it's
0: forever long. It's
1: forever long. It's way and too long like, and boring. They probably, and <sighs> they could have cut at least half yeah, of that entire sequence, and it would have been stronger. Yeah, I think. Like I honestly, agree. just do the merry-go-round and the horse race scene, yeah. and then have super califragilistic Yeah,
0: I didn't need the whole. De- yeah, because the, they 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 include the part where it's like a date where the kids are mm-hmm. somewhere else, and where Mary Poppins and Bert are like at that restaurant. Yeah, they're at like the, the cafe,
1: and they the go whole to the dancing barnyard with the penguins,
0: and, and yeah, they didn't need any of that. It,
1: yeah, it just goes on and on and on. Yeah,
0: it really does. So.
1: So it's shorter in the book, yeah. So that's better. Okay. (laughs) Can take that. Um, Andrew the dog, the little like Yorkie with the plaid coat, he is in the book.
0: Um, I should have added that to Lost in Adaptation. Like, what the fuck's that dog's deal? Because it's just there. He
1: belongs to one of the other ladies on the street.
0: I know, but like we never see her, right? Or uh, maybe we do. We see her know. at
1: the very beginning. Oh, okay. They introduce Bert talks to her.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you
1: right. right. would blink and you would miss yeah. it. Um, but one of the things with Mary Poppins is that she can talk to animals, mm. so they show that in the movie.
0: Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, Yo, does she talk to the dog yeah. in the movie? Okay, yeah.
1: he's the one who tells her about Uncle Albert.
0: That's right. Yes, 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 yes. I do recall yeah. that now.
1: Um, so, but in the book, he has his own kind of storyline, which is kind of cute. I don't think it would necessarily fit into the movie, um, but it was one of the, like, cuter, more interesting stories okay. in the book. Um, he He's, like, a very pampered kind of a dog, and he really hates it, so he has this whole storyline where he, like, kind of tricks his owner into treating him more like a dog <laughs> and less like a pampered little boy.
0: Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because he wears clothes in the movie, so... Mm-hmm. All
1: right. Uh so I mentioned this in the prequel episode. There is a chapter in this book where they travel around the world using yes. a magical compass. I did have the version with the animal characters. Yeah. That was we Yeah. That would be the case. Um and I I know I wanted to touch on that again cuz I I do think getting rid of the racial stereotypes is good. I think replacing people with animals is questionable. Yeah. Um But I would wager that 40 years ago, it probably seemed like a perfect fix. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we'll just do this instead. Yeah, yeah, fine. We'll just eliminate the whole problem. Yeah. Right? Um, Yeah. yeah. Solve. (laughs) Sure. Um, And now this is what we're stuck with because P.L. Travers is dead, so she's not writing another chapter. No. And, and, you know, I have it in this segment um, because I think it was one of the more fun like magical kind of adventures. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm actually relieved that it didn't make it into the movie, given the stereotyping. Yeah. Um, Since the animal chapter, I think, wasn't until 1981. So if this had been in the movie, it would have been people. The the people part. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that would have been.
1: And it probably would have been not great.
0: Yeah, it would have been like that scene from uh, Marvelous Miss Mizell, which we just finished watching. where They're at the... the, uh, (laughs) The yeah, end. The the the, uh, the club or, or not the club. The the clubhouse at the resort they're at, and they do like a show, and they so
1: they're like an the, around the world. Around theme. it's
0: around the world yeah. in in an hour or whatever, and yeah, every single character they bring out is just overt yeah. stereotypes from every one of those countries. Um, great show though, by the way. Fantastic yeah. show if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Amazon.
1: Um, And there was also a kind of fun, but absolutely truly bizarre story in the book where they go to the zoo at night to celebrate Mary Poppins' birthday for some reason. Um, and all of the animals are like like human-like, um, and the cages are full of the people who were still in the zoo when it closed, so the animals are like walking around looking at the people. Weird. Like a reverse yeah. thing. Um. Truly strange, yeah, but kind of fun.
0: Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah,
1: and one last thing: um, in the book, when she leaves at the end, she leaves going away presents for the children, which I thought was nice. Yeah, In the movie, she just kind of she just kind of leaves, she just kind of pieces out.
0: Yeah, sort of a uh, ghosts them. Yeah. a little bit, and it's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> bye. Yeah, what does she leave them?
1: Um, she leaves the compass to michael oh
0: that they used to travel around around. yes
1: um and she leaves them a little like portrait of herself Mm. to remember her by
0: there you go yeah that's nice all right nice that was it for better in the book let's move on to better in the movie my life has taught me one lesson Hugo, and not the one i thought it would happy endings only happen in the movies
1: all right So my first thing here was something that absolutely blew my mind on like page two, because as I've I've said, I did not read this as a kid. Yeah. So my only familiarity with the story was the movie. Right. There are four children in this book.
0: Oh, like the Banks have four kids? Yeah, there are four
1: kids. Oh. There are Jane and Michael, and then there are the infant twins, John and Barbara.
0: So they're like one or two or something like. Are they
1: yeah, they're like, like not. they're not infants. Not they're like toddlers, okay. I guess. Yeah, they're babies. Right. I just thought baby twins sounded weird.
0: Oh yeah, well they're 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 old enough to walk, kind of, but not. They push I them. I
1: they push them around in the in okay. the pram. Okay. The stroller.
0: Right. So they're they're yeah they're that yeah. age. I don't know kids' ages. I don't know when <laughs> they when they do things. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, so you're saying you prefer that? They I, I, cut f- I think those it was a two? good
1: choice to to yeah. cut it down to two kids. It kind of streamlines things. Well,
0: especially if they're in a stroller for most of the time, it kind of limits what you can do. Yeah, you have to be like constantly thinking about what we're doing. Like we have the whole sequence where they go into the painting and they're flying around. On like you gotta have the stroller with you. <laughs> like I guess nah. Nobody wants that. Like yeah, <laughs> they made a good call. Yeah. Cutting, this cutting is a good call. There's
1: fewer kids to keep track of.
0: Yeah. And we're only worried about the relationship between the kids that can think and their dad. <laughs> like like the yeah. kids in the strollers, their relationship with their dad's kind of irrelevant. Right, at that point. yeah.
1: That wouldn't really factor into the whole the, the, point the movie's of the through story. line yeah. all that much. Yeah. Um they also I think at least as a, to me it seemed like the movie aged up Jane and Michael yeah. just just a little bit like maybe just a year or two yeah um it they seemed like to me that they read just slightly younger mm-hmm. than the book uh so the suffragette side plot yeah like I, I can't not love that <laughs> yeah. disney i yeah
0: i will say it seems a little there's moments of it, I mean, I'm glad that it's in there There's moments of it where it feels a little like they and and it's tough to balance um where they they're saying where the message is. She shouldn't be so worried about. She spends an awful lot of time doing all this stuff with the suffragettes, mm-hmm. and just leaves her kids with random people like Bert. Yeah, yeah. And it's sort of. And now, to be fair, no matter what your causes are, you should probably make sure your kids are. You know what I mean? Like, you even, should,
1: should make sure your kids are safe.
0: Uh, all for following them, you know, and and going uh, supporting noble causes and all that. But you should probably make sure your actual yeah. kids that I are mean, probably
1: shouldn't leave them with a chimney with sweep a chimney that you sweep just, just showed up.
0: Um, and so there's a balance there and I get that. And then, you know, but yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I was, it was interesting. I, I didn't remember that at all. And I thought it was, I thought it was fun.
1: And I love the song that she sings. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. It's got some really choice lines in it. So yeah. if it's been a while, you should look that up. Yeah.
0: It's just called. It's is called it? Sister Suffragette. Sister Suffragette. I that's think. It. Yeah, that's it.
1: Um, so I loved that Admiral Broom, Admiral Admiral Boom actually shoots off the damn cannon in the middle yeah. of this like upper crust kind of neighborhood. Yeah. yeah, and they all just deal with it.
0: Yeah, they don't ask him to stop. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, I guess he's just, we can't get him to stop. We'll just have to make sure we hold all of the valuables. And down then and I, I was,
1: I had not thought about this ever because I was a little kid. Does he shoot that cannon off every hour? Like, well, are they dealing with that every hour? That's yeah, what it
0: seems like, because one time he shoots it off at, like, 6 p.m., Yeah, and then the next time he shoots it up, maybe he does it because he does it at 8 a.m. the next day, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I think there's one where it's, like, early in the morning, yeah. I thought. And so, either he shoots it off every hour, or he shoots it off, like, twice a day. Yeah. To, like...
1: Like, at 8 and 8 or, or something, something like that.
0: that. Or, well, because one time, I swear it was 6, like, p.m., because like, mm-hmm. they show the clock, and she goes, oh, it's time, and I swear it said 6 but yeah, so maybe it's six and six, or God, if I live next to a guy shot off a cannon at six a.m. every morning, I would lose my mind, be shooting a cannon at his house. Um, but maybe that's the idea, and uh, like he does it twice a day mm-hmm. to keep the, because like you know to kind of keep,
1: yeah, keep the time,
0: keep the time and that sort of thing, as opposed to every hour. But who knows? Maybe he does it every hour. <laughs> that would be a little excessive.
1: I just love the idea that, like, they all just are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He shoots his cannon off. We just deal with it. We just deal with like, it. Okay. Um, I love the advertisement that the kids wrote. Yeah. Looking for the nanny. Yeah. um Lots of funny stuff in there.
0: Yeah. They they have a whole long list of the things they want. um And she can't drink barley water. Yeah. Which, I looked that up while we were watching the movie. Because um, at first I was like, oh, is that? I thought maybe barley water was like some weird um, dated term for, like, barley wine or, mm-hmm. like, beer or something. Yeah. Uh, it's not. I thought, like, I thought, because I thought maybe the joke was, like, they had nannies that were drunks or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought That's that was. That's what I always thought it's it was. Not. What is it? At least I don't think, because I looked up what barley water is, and it's like making tea with barley. Hmm. But it probably smells kind of funky. <laughs> yeah. I think is the implication, yeah. like, if you boil, you basically boil barley, um, Alton Brown has a recipe for it, you boil barley, and then you strain the barley out, and then you add like honey to the that water. Sounds disgusting! It sounds terrible it and sounds, disgusting.
1: Come at me, Britain! That no, sounds gross. I don't think
0: people do it much anymore, but I, so it's kind of like yeah, the idea is like it's like you basically like make tea with, mm-hmm. and I think lemon maybe in it, um, but with barley instead of tea. Hmm. And I think the implication is that it just smells and oh, yeah, it's funky and the kids are like, Ugh, a, a like her breath smells like barley or something. I don't know. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, I assumed when I heard it first that, yeah, it was like, they don't want her, like she's a drunk, they've had mm-hmm. drunk nannies before or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but that, I don't think that's what it is. But yes, that whole scene. I feel like
1: my whole entire worldview has changed. I always just assumed it was an alcohol joke. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. and it could be. Maybe there was another, but but I looked up barley water, and that's a uh-huh. it is absolutely a thing, and it didn't have anything to do with alcohol. Huh. But there could be that could be like a. Maybe the kids say that, but it's actually beer. Like maybe the joke is that. The kid, they, kids know what barley water is. They don't know what beer or whatever is. So, oh, they, so they
1: assume it's
0: because it smells similar, maybe. And they yeah, don't. I'm, 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 I don't know. We're going to have
1: to make barley water now and try to figure it out.
0: <laughs> the recipe is really simple. You boil barley, add honey.
1: I don't but, know where we'd get barley. You can get it
0: at the store. Sell at the store. At the, the store? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just get it at the store.
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, I mentioned the nanny's blowing away. Yeah. It's One of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, Mary Poppins arriving on her umbrella. Mm-hmm. Iconic.
0: Yeah, floating down.
1: Um, when she unpacks the carpet bag.
0: Oh, yeah, that's cool. She's yeah. got Hermione's bag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: she, uh, she has a, she has like a TARDIS bag. It's yeah. bigger on the inside.
0: Yeah. And so that's not in the book? No. I should have asked that. I guess no. I, I didn't.
1: And I was quizzing you for this whole movie, trying to figure out how they did.
0: I'm like, sorry, the special I,
1: don't, effects. I don't know like-
0: special effects techniques from the <laughs> '60s. I can guess on roughly how they did it, but I don't like. To it's me, just a composite shot,, it's,
1: but to me, that's one of like the really cool things about this movie is that, like it's from nineteen sixty four or whatever, and I still like I have no idea how they did. Yeah. x, y, and Z. a thing. lot of different
0: things, like we talked about the scene with the robin on her hand is an animatronic robin, and mm-hmm. she has cables running yeah. from, you know, through down her sleeve, yeah, uh, and and then that connected to the robin that make it move and all that sort of thing. Uh, and just a bunch of different techniques for. Um, different things that they do uh, you know like the the flying around on the ceiling and the mm-hmm. with that the, the Uncle Albert scene is a combination of like cable work mm-hmm. of you know just being picked up and down with cables mixed with composite shots uh, where the Uncle, Al- Uncle Albert is like probably on like some sort of platform that's being turned and spun around and mm-hmm. then they composite him into the background of his his room or whatever um, so there are all kinds of different techniques that yeah I now, what you just do it on a computer, yeah. You know, mostly like, and then yeah, it's different. It's really interesting. The
1: set must have been just like an absolute booby trap of wires. Oh with yeah, all the stuff that like flies around and yeah,
0: they had lots of wire work in this movie yeah. for different different scenes for sure. And but again, this whole movie was shot on sound stages where right nowadays it's uh, we can they shoot a lot more stuff in on location because mm-hmm. you can then supplement that with CGI. Right. Whereas you hard to set up a whole higher uh, all these wire harnesses and all that sort of stuff out in the world. It's really easy, a lot easier to do it in a sound studio mm-hmm. uh, and just to build the sets and that sort of thing. But like
1: and I love anyways. how much you can tell that this movie was shot on a sound. stage. Oh, yeah. Too.
0: Like the step in time sequence is <laughs> yeah. like a room. Yeah. But like with painted. Yeah. You can tell everything everything <laughs> they do is. Yeah. And on a sound stage.
1: No, I love it, though, because it looks like you're in the middle of. Like seeing a Broadway show. It's
0: almost like watching a play. Yeah. yeah. A lot it's, of times. It's kind
1: of a We neat talked effect. about that
0: in our first episode with uh, Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, um, how they're especially specific locations like the top of the Cliffs of Insanity where they have their duel mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie. That is very clearly a soundstage yes. with like, you know, painted walls that look like sky. But that it does feel like you're watching. Yeah, a play. It,
1: it adds a kind of a different charm. It to adds it, a romance to yeah. it that's
0: sort of different from
1: from what we as modern yes. movie viewers are used to seeing.
0: Yes, like when you see uh, on the battle of of at Hilltop in Lord of the Rings, uh, the Fellowship of the Ring. You know, you get big sweeping shots of it at times. And Now, parts of that I'm sure were on a soundstage, but you also get sort of big sweeping shots from from a helicopter or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it has a different romance to that and a different kind of yeah. uh, charm to that. But, yeah, there is something where you can clearly tell, like, this is mm-hmm. on a soundstage. And for certain things, it works really well. Other yeah. things, it just looks cheesy and bad. But yeah. certain stories, I think it works a lot better. Yeah,
1: you got to know your story, yeah. I think. Um, anyway, uh, the measuring tape. Not yeah. in the book, but I love that.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, you posted a meme about that yeah, earlier today. It's <laughs> a good one.
1: Um, I love the scene where they tidy up the nursery, the spoonful of sugar scene. Mm -hmm. Can't tell you how many times I tried to do that as a kid.
0: Nope, doesn't work.
1: (laughs) I could make it work. (laughs) Um, And kind of in the same breath, um, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yes, we we discussed that wasn't in the book. Um, I'm going to call switching Bert from a matchman to a chimney sweep a good change, um, if for no other reason than that it gets us step in time, yeah. which I also love.
0: Yeah, it's a big fun sequence, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't understand how you do it with matchmen,
1: <laughs> Yeah, <Sorry. laughs>
0: so it wouldn't be nearly the showstopper that this whole gang of matchmen showed up and they, I don't know. It just, went, like, flinging
1: matches yeah.
0: in the air. I, I don't know. I can't, can't come up with a way to make it interesting. So, yeah. Uh, chimney sweep. Uh, it works.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's fun. And I love when they're dancing through the house and just for, like, no reason repeating what everyone says.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's well, because it's like a call and response thing. Because yeah. they're all repeating what Bert says for the whole first half of it. Like, right. Bert, like, leads the, you know, chorus line or whatever. He says a thing and then they say it and repeat it and... Um, and then so they get in the house and then whatever anybody says, they just repeat it and keep going, which, yeah, it's it's fun.
1: Yeah. Uh, The entire through line of the movie with um, the dad's character growth, yeah. um, I think, was a good choice mm-hmm. for a movie, which I'll talk more about later okay. in my final verdict. But I think it was a, a good decision right. to do that generally. Um. So Mary Poppins. Is a really different character in the book than okay. she is in the movie. Um, she is very cross, which I don't know if you notice in, in the book. In the book. She's very, like, kind of grumpy. Right. Um, and almost, like, mean okay. at times. She's also really vain. Um, like, she's always, like, admiring her reflection and shop windows and stuff. Yeah. Uh, that comes across I think th- in the I was going to say, I think that comes through in the movie, but I think they made some kind of tweaks to it yeah. to where it more often seems like she's vain about her abilities and as opposed to so much like about her looks because in the book it's just about her looks.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think it's it, it comes across as sort of... To me, and it doesn't even necessarily come across as vain, I guess, and so that maybe that speaks to what you're saying, is that she doesn't really come across as vain in the movie as so much as just... Incredibly confident. Yeah. And uh, yeah. A, maybe a little bordering on, like, vain mm-hmm. uh, or, you know, slightly uh, pretentious at times. But, like, it it's, comes across in a charming way.
1: Yeah. And the, the changes to her character, that's, again, something I want to bring up in yeah. the, the final verdict section. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. It's... Uh, very unlikable in the book and i hate to use the word unlikable but she kind of is yeah
0: well there you go that uh, that's interesting because yeah i wouldn't have expected that i would have thought the character would be very similar Mm. um all right Not and it's probably somewhat similar but you're saying it's
1: it's it's somewhat similar but it's it's significantly like softened and toned down
0: which makes sense because you don't want uh, i could see it being not wanting she's your main character yeah she's sort of the heart of the film yeah. if you if you that you don't like her, it's yeah. gonna be tough. It's
1: a hard sell for a movie. Yeah.
0: It would be hard to get people. Especially behind a that. kid's movie. Yeah. Because 'Cause isn't that like I've never and now I'm going this is off on a tangent I don't want to get into but like Nanny McPhee, do you know what that is?
1: I know what it is, but I've Isn't only, only like, seen like bits and pieces of it. I don't know it. anything
0: about it, so I'm not even going to go on I it. Think, I, was... I
1: think that's she, like, I and mean, I think in Nanny McPhee, she starts out really ugly and like gradually gets less ugly. Oh, I don't know. As the children become better behaved, but I could, I'm just talking out oh, of my ass here because okay. I've only seen bits and pieces I, of it.
0: I, I, I literally know nothing about it other than like the name and like the uh, s- images that I've seen, but I thought that was more of like, it's like Mary Poppins, but Mary Poppins is like, an old hag and like me yeah
1: I don't, I, don't I don't know maybe not i don't, I don't think don't. that's based on a book
0: i have no idea about I'm just any have to of look this. into it we I just do a
1: whole nanny series <laughs> it was
0: just a whole it was a <laughs> thing that popped into my head i thought it might be relevant probably isn't <laughs> anyways continue
1: <laughs> um last thing i've alluded to this maybe eluded is not a strong enough word a lot of the stories in this book are pretty strange yeah some of them are actually mildly upsetting oh um i can understand why they aren't in the movie okay and i'm glad that a lot <laughs> of them aren't um there's a whole story about a cow that dances that was like what was the point of that <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay <laughs>
1: Um, there's a story about this woman named Mrs. Corey who has two daughters and she's like borderline abusive to them. And I'm like, what is this? Why is this? And she's like berating and belittling her two daughters and like for no reason. And then she's supposed to be like a character that we like. Like, am I supposed to like her? Because I don't.
0: Spoilers. I don't. I I don't I, without context I would have no I have no idea.
1: But that's the other thing too is that there isn't any context because all of these stories are so separate from each other. Yeah, there's not like it's not like oh we meet Mrs. Corey later and find out oh she has a soft side or something or something yeah. like hmm. it's just this one story where she's an absolute shit to her daughters for no reason.
0: All right, cool. <laughs>
1: And then there was also a truly upsetting story about the twins, the babies, Mm -hmm. um, where uh, because they're babies, they can speak the language of the animals. And then one day they have suddenly forgotten the language of the animals because they've gotten old enough. Yeah. Where they forget it, and there's a a starling that always comes and talks to them, and then he arrives and he realizes that they can't understand him anymore. And do you see what I mean about mildly upsetting?
0: <sighs> yeah, it's sad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, they didn't include that. They didn't yeah. include the depressing, sad bird story. So.
1: Oh, also, Mary Poppins in the book hates birds. But she hates him. <laughs> she can't a stand them. drastic
0: him. change from the movie. What? So that's probably the sole reason P.L. Travers doesn't <laughs> like the movie. She probably only saw up to the point where Mary Poppins has the bird come land on her hand and was like, fuck this, I'm out, and just walked out of the theater. So she doesn't even know if she hates the rest of it. She just hated that. She was like, screw you. Although she supposedly had final... What I read in the prequel is that she had she, final say on the script she but, had
1: she had script rights yeah. but Walt had um, final cut
0: rights oh.
1: so oh, he like so overrode like, a bunch of yeah. the stuff that she wanted. yeah yeah, her thing meant nothing yeah. basically
0: cool.
1: We'll talk about it <laughs>
0: okay All right yeah, uh, so that's what
1: I had for better in the movie.
0: All right, that's it for better in the movie. Let's move on to the movie nailed it. As I expected,
1: practically perfect in every way. I do have a couple things here. Um, The sliding up the banister when Mary Poppins first arrives to the house. She does do that in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, The flavor slash color changing medicine.
0: Does it change colors?
1: I think it says that it changes colors in the book. It definitely changes flavors. It's different
0: flavors. They each say yeah. it's a different flavor. I didn't see it being different colors in the movie, but yeah,
1: no, it was. It was. was? Yeah, okay. it changes colors. I didn't
0: remember that, but yeah, no, yeah, definitely different flavors. They all say a different flavor.
1: Yes, yeah. um, and that is in the book, like almost word for word.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the look of Andrew the dog with his little plaid overcoat, raincoat thing, super cute um uncle albert and the tea party on the ceiling Mm -hmm. there's a couple changes but it's mostly plays out the same way the bird woman
0: oh yeah we didn't talk about the bird woman but the the birds
1: she is in the the book tuppence yeah and they do encounter her that's the the what they encounter on the way to the bank where they're gonna have tea with their father but we never actually see them have tea with their father because he doesn't matter in the book um you know, fathers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she is in the book. And she hmm. does say, feed the birds tuppence a bag. There you go. Um, And the wind changing mm. as an indication that she has to yeah. depart and arrive. Right. Winds in the east, here she comes. Winds in the west, there she goes.
0: That was it for the movie, nailed it. Very short list. But <laughs> well, there was a lot of other things that we talked about in the other segments that kind of went both ways on that let's move on to our general discussion the odds and ends before (laughs) we hit our final verdict
1: the movie did a thing at the very beginning that you would never notice if you hadn't read the book um, in the very beginning, when Bert is talking to all of the people who are watching him play his like instrument contraption, um, he mentions Mrs. Corey and her daughters, um, and uh, Mrs. Persimmon, oh, yeah. who are all characters in the book that don't actually make it into the movie. Really, I mean, yeah. I guess they kind of do in that sense. Yeah, they're
0: standing around.
1: But yeah, it's like name drops.
0: Yeah, um, and 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 he's singing to them, isn't yes. he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're like they're there. It's just yeah. we don't see them after that. Like right. Uh I I had a, a little note that's uh a life tip from Mary Poppins movies interview for a job like you Mary fucking Poppins. Yeah. Just go in and get it.
1: <laughs> I mean she does really she just walks in and is like all right, here are my demands. I'm going to go up and see the kids now. Yeah.
0: PS don't interview. Them anyway. <laughs> but uh I guess my point is interview with the confidence of Mary yeah. Poppins uh taking a job. <laughs> Because, goddamn. She, she's, yeah, she's a boss yeah. in that scene.
1: And refuse to provide references yeah. because <laughs> yeah. it's very old fashioned and definitely not because you're a magical person who lives in clouds. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, provide references, P.S. Uh, in Jab interviews. So you're, they're going to want that. Who would
1: that. provide a reference for her? Bert the chimney sweep? Yeah. Great. Like.
0: Doesn't she keep references from all the other families she's helped in the past?
1: Well, no, she just leaves with the with the west wind. It's true,
0: it's true. It she blows away.
1: If they, she had references from them, all of the references would probably be like she just left.
0: She just disappeared. That's why she doesn't she give references. Vanished. It's like it's like yeah. It's because she, she can't give references because she's literally just up and quit without two yeah. weeks' notice of all of her <laughs> previous jobs. So, <laughs> like we
1: really liked her, but then she just, just disappeared.
0: disappeared. <laughs> so yeah, like. Not going to be giving her a recommendation. <laughs> uh, if you want a nanny for two weeks, perfect. <laughs> it's great.
1: She'll turn your life around, though. Yeah. Your family life. Okay. So here's the thing. When they're at the cafe in the chalk painting, the scene with all the penguins, yeah, the penguins. when Bert is singing and he's listing random women.
0: Yeah. You remember this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he has a women. laundry
1: list of all of these women's names. Yeah. And the penguins also seem to know who these women are. Yeah. So here's my question Does that mean that all of these women are also magic? And can pop into chalk paintings to visit the penguins. (laughs) Is this some kind of hint at an expanded universe of
0: magical women? It could be, and Bert got. Because I want that story. Bert's hooking up with all of them.
1: Like, fuck the Marvel expanded universe. (laughs) I want the Mary Poppins expanded universe. You're
0: gonna get it. (laughs) We're already getting it, I have a feeling. So you know it's funny you say that, because that isn't how I read that scene. And now, I mean, I know you're mostly being fun but i actually read that scene he lists all those women as a joke Mm -hmm. he's just he's just messing with mary poppins Well, yeah i know and and so like that yeah yeah just to kind of clarify i i I took it as these aren't real even real people necessarily they're just he's listing off name after name and you can see mary poppins getting more and more like how dare he like what (laughs) And, you know, and the penguins are like playing along with it because uh-huh. they know what's going on, and then he gets you know, and then he gets to the punchline where he says, and you know, and Mary Poppins is better than all of them or whatever. You know, it's just like a it's like a shitty like fucking pickup line thing.
1: Well, I know, that. I know, I know, I know, but I I like my interpretation <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah, it's
0: more fun. Definitely. Mary Poppins
1: expanded universe. Yeah. coming soon to a theater near you. Definitely. You better pay me for that, Disney. it's
0: <sighs> I, <say>, I think. <laughs> They're already doing what they can to come up with that on their own. I don't think they need your help. Uh, I like how in the game of cleaning up the nursery is just magic. Yeah. So they're like, she's like, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. And she's like, we're going to play this game to make cleaning up the nursery more fun. And by play this game, you mean snap our fingers and it all just happens instantly and magically. I was like, that's not a game. Like, that's not, that doesn't... (laughs) That scene doesn't follow with sort of the setup of what Mm -hmm. she says of like, you know, the spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. We're going to play a game to make cleaning up the nursery more fun. You know, you're just going to do it by magic. And like. I
1: mean, you're right. It's not a game. Although Michael does learn to snap his fingers because of this. Right. He learned a life skill.
0: Sure. My point is, I feel like it doesn't. It doesn't make sense with the point of the song and the point of the scene <laughs> of like uh, finding a way to make un- unfun, unlikable things a little more fun mm-hmm. so that you don't hate them as much. Mm-hmm. The answer in the movie is oh, just do it by magic.
1: No, I That's agree. not a good answer <laughs> for
0: normal kids. Like that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help. Like try to translate that to like, you know, oh, I, you know, you, I don't like I don't like uh, eating healthy. Uh, so, so here's what you do: you figure out a way to incorporate, like the, the 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 spoonful of sugar to go with eating healthy. Is you figure out a way you give yourself one little treat, what a blah, some mm-hmm. something. Uh, but the Mary Poppins version of that is: oh, you just make magic food that tastes amazing and has zero calories. Like that's the like that's not <laughs> what that's not what we're doing. All right, sure, <laughs> fine. Like, like, you're just gonna eat literally just pizza and cake all day long, and it'll be perfectly healthy and fit. It's like that's not. The same... That's not the point... Okay, I'm done. Let's you know,
1: just... probably what happened was that the guy who ordered all of the wires for the wire illusion accidentally added an extra zero, <laughs> so they had. Yeah. They were like, well, we have to use it.
0: We got We gotta use these wires and just pull things and then run all the video backwards. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it. That's all it is. It's just... <laughs> Or actually, I guess it's not run back. Well, some of it's run backwards. Some of it is, yeah. 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 Like the table falling, yeah, up, like coming back up, and all that sort of stuff. But yeah,
1: can we talk about that terrifying? Yeah, that was my horse. next note.
0: The blue horse that uh, Michael is riding, yeah, is truly terrifying. It's it's
1: the face of a murderer.
0: It is a demon horse. Like it, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know who designed that and was like, "Yep, that's perfect for a merry-go-round for kids," because <laughs> the thing just looks. It straight up looks like it. Like if you tinted it black, you could put a Nazgul on it, and it would like not look remotely out of place.
1: Can you make yes, that happen in Photoshop? Photoshop.
0: Yes, I can Photoshop it. It might not look good, but I can Photoshop it. I can make it happen.
1: Mary Poppins finessed her way to that horse race win, though.
0: Yeah she just asked him yeah, she's
1: she's right. like excuse
0: me very british way to win a horse race but, yeah
1: oh and then how about that uh casual hilarious spousal abuse in supercalifragilisticexpialidocious i missed it um where the the little guy he's like one night i said it to me girl and now me girl's me wife and she like like threatens to hit him or maybe she does actually hit him
0: oh and yeah he's yeah. like
1: and a lovely thing she is <laughs> yeah. too ha. hilarious hilarious his wife beats him so it's funny. funny it's
0: really funny stuff guys <laughs> <are you>? uh. <laughs> i mean this movie you know you take it where you can get it it's one of the main <laughs> characters is a suffragette uh the next thing I wanted to talk about, uh, Mary Poppins going hard on the anti-bank message. Oh uh, yeah,
1: let's go ahead and talk about the progressive notes. This movie is in this movie fairly
0: lefty uh, in mm-hmm. terms of its sort of uh, critique of <laughs> the upper class and. Uh, it's it's critique of banks in general. Not and not again, I'm not I have no problems with banks in general. I'm just like sort of the idea of uh they there's they have a very specific line about how any any room can be a cage and about how her father working in the yeah, for he, the banks is basically cage, a prisoner yeah. and that sort of thing and is a slave to the money and all that sort of thing. And just sort of general like sort of lefty tones of which is very strange for a disney
1: to me property i think it's it's really interesting here's my take on it so we've got mrs banks being a suffragette right we've got this unkind portrayal of the banking industry yeah um and kind of like the upper class yeah um and to me what makes it interesting is the time yeah The fact that this was made in the 1960s, which, as we know, in America was a time of cultural change, social upheaval. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like kind of doing this like light funny musical and then they set it in a time and a place that people are going to recognize as being very traditional and very proper but then they also have these progressive elements and i feel like it kind of allows disney to have its cake and eat it too yeah
0: which disney is maybe more guilty of than not i want to say more guilty of than any other company but they're they they're definitely um,
1: they are masters of walking masters the tightrope of rope.
0: having their cake and eating it mm-hmm. too in the sense of like sort of critiquing without getting into any specific details because it would take a whole lot more research and yeah. and, just, and thinking about than we've done here in the last day but uh, they do they do a lot of sort of critiquing existing power structures within the world mm-hmm. while simultaneously falling perfectly within that. F- power structure yeah. at the very top of it
1: they are the power <laughs> that's structure. what i mean but they also have
0: the message in their movies of sort of uh struggling against the power yeah. structures and traditional power structures while being the traditional power mm-hmm. structure. it's very interesting uh, there's a whole mess of uh, and, and yeah. people have done it uh plenty of people have discussed them but there's a whole mess of uh <laughs> of essays to be written about all, all of that that is sort of the the interesting dichotomy of Disney yeah. and their messages, but uh, yeah, this movie was yeah, another it, one that I thought was really interesting. Yeah, in that it's regard. kind
1: of like a good like um kind of like cherry plucked example. Yeah. of that.
0: Yeah, and 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 another element of it that we didn't bring up too is that all, sort of the the heroes of the story, quote unquote, are uh, laborers are yeah. your your lower class or your your chimney sweeps your mm-hmm. Um, you know, Bert sort of embodies that in being every kind of yeah. low-end yeah. laborer type of you know, or like standard laborer type person. Uh, and, and Mary Poppins is a a nanny. You yeah. know, she's you know not not uh, not white collar. You know, There are more of the, the heroes of the story are all generally more kind of blue collar type. Right, of people. and the,
1: even taking that farther, we've got Mary Poppins, who's a woman. Yeah. Um, and then the children no one who is a traditionally um holding of power yeah type of group
0: yes yeah yeah and in the movie it's all the 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 bad guys are the old white bankers yeah like yeah yeah yeah, it's it's interesting it's it's definitely interesting uh it seems a little uh, ahead of its time in certain regards and also behind its time in other regards or um, not, maybe not behind but of its time, Speaking
1: of that though The the line uh, that made us both laugh When Bert says it's just good clean soot Yeah To Michael and I was like was this movie brought to us by the coal industry yeah. What's yeah, he happening here his face
0: in the <laughs> chimney and gets a face full of just Carcinogens and it's, it's like oh don't worry it's just soot And It's like yup. yep. yep. I think by the 60s we knew about like Black lunged right <laughs> yeah. I feel like we did <laughs> but sure <laughs> Now, to be fair, they could be making a joke of the fact that it's the 30s, and at that time, maybe right, they did, yeah. so they're making a joke. Maybe that is sort of like a maybe oh, silly Burt, like, like they didn't realize, yeah. that, so that could be how what they're going for with it, to be fair. Uh mm. Speaking of, we talked about uh, the, the 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 old white bankers being the villains, and, and I think that the thing about it that's hilarious is, I mean, it could not be more overt. You when they walk, he walks into the boardroom, and it literally looks like Doctor Evil's yeah. lair. It's just this <laughs> giant, grandiose uh, room with like a table at the far end in front of It looks like a. It looks like, uh, like what's his name's room from uh, Hunchback.
1: Oh, the fireplace yeah. at the uh, what's
0: uh, the Oh Frollo. Frollo. Frollo, yeah. You know, with the big fireplace at the end and they're like hunched over this like big boardroom table and they're sitting in like opulent thrones yeah. and it's just like, yeah, it could not be more uh, and they did it without uh including any like awful Jewish stereotypes. So good on <laughs> them for that, I guess. But <laughs> uh yeah.
1: All right, I just have one other note before I want to get into Yeah,
0: yeah I, I had all of my notes are done. So
1: Okay. Um, I just want to mention, real quick, Mr. Banks' ridiculous little mustache. Oh, yes. Because it looks like he glued two feathers to his upper lip. I was like, what is
0: that? Facial hair through the ages is (laughs) something. We'll just say. (laughs) It's something else.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, we need to talk about P.L. Travers Uh and this film adaptation. Yeah. Um, and if we hadn't done the Q&A, this is probably what I would have wanted to talk about for, for learning, learning things. things. Yeah. Um, because I, I think that this is relevant, and I think that it if we're going to talk about this movie, I think it behooves us to bring this up. I think it's important. Um, she did not like this film at all. Um, in particular... A couple of the things that she disliked, um, she hated the animation. She didn't like the changes made to Mary Poppins' character. Yeah. I mentioned that they they really softened her up. Yeah. Um, And she didn't love that Disney made it a musical. And, you know, if it were just that, if it was just that... She hated the movie. Right. Um, this probably would have just been like a trivia fact yeah. that we listed in like the Like we have for yeah, a we, bunch of people. We've had authors, we've talked about authors on here that disliked the film versions yeah. of their work. um, In particular, Roald Dahl mm-hmm. famously hated Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, Rick Reardon, uh, Percy Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: to actually, <laughs> rightfully so in that regard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he actually tells people yeah. not to watch the film versions of his books. Yeah. Um, but I, to me, what makes this different from those is a 2013 Disney film called Saving Mr. Banks.
0: Yes, which I have not seen.
1: I have seen it. Okay. Um, it's it's been a year or two. Yeah. Um I saw it closer to when it came out. But um, basically, the plot of that movie follows the making of Mary Poppins, uh, particularly in regard to Walt Disney convincing Travers to give him the script rights, yeah. uh, because she never really wanted a movie made.
0: Yeah. I talked about it in the prequel. It took him 10 years or something yeah. to get the rights. Or thir- sorry, close to 30 years to get the rights. Yeah. Um,
1: and the problem here, to me, is that the film largely rewrites history. Yeah. And pretends that Travers ended up liking the film in spite of herself. Ah. Uh, Saving Mr. Banks shows her crying while watching the premiere. Um, and the implication is that she's, like, overcome with emotion. Ryan. Oof. In reality, she did cry, but it because because she was so angry and upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, And, on top of that, she actually wasn't even initially invited to the premiere, because she had been so difficult to work with throughout the whole process. She allegedly had to call up a Disney executive and, like, embarrass him into sending her an invitation to the premiere.
0: Oh, no.
1: So... Disney and Travers never saw eye to eye during the making of Mary Poppins. Uh, she ended up disliking the film version of her story. And like I said, if it was just that, it would be a trivia fact. Yeah. But saving Mr. Banks takes that down kind of a darker path. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to go hard line. It is bad to rewrite history. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. That is a bad thing to do. Yeah, that's
0: incredibly... Uh...
1: Disney portrayed themselves as the heroes of this story um, when they were actually kind of anything but, and yeah. we should all be critical of that. Yeah. Like, full stop.
0: Yeah, that's... that's. Mm, mm. It's no good. It's gross. It's really Real gross. gross.
1: <laughs> One last thing um, before we move on. Before we hit our final verdict. Final verdict. Um, and this is kind of a random funny thing to follow up that last serious <laughs> okay. note. Okay. Uh, someone commented on one of our Facebook posts for this episode, um, mm-hmm. Rodney Bollinger. Friend is, of the show. Yes, a listener, friend of the show. And he asked, I don't think this was intended to be a Q&A question because it wasn't on the Q&A No, post. it wasn't. He was just uh, But he asked who we thought would win in a fight, Mary Poppins or Aquaman. Oh. Now, I said Mary Poppins, hands down. Um, and I actually want to back that up with some textual evidence. Okay. Uh, a single line from right after she meets the children. But Mary Poppins' eyes were fixed upon him, and Michael suddenly discovered that you could not look at Mary Poppins and disobey her. <laughs> a rather an ominous line. Yeah. And also proof that no one stands a chance against her.
0: <laughs> I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not steeped enough uh, in, in either mythos to come down on one side or the other. I will say Mary Poppins doesn't spend a lot of time near water where true. Aquaman true. seems to, you know.
1: Seems he's in his home element. His
0: element. Uh, I mean, I will say that if Aquaman threw uh, his trident really hard at her, I don't know <laughs> if she would be fine like i don't, I don't know, know if man. Be it
1: sounds to me like you would have to blindfold yourself like bird box well to like stand chance against this or just sneak
0: up on her and throw a trident at her from behind <laughs> like that also seems like an option potentially oh, i feel
1: like she'd be hard to sneak up on
0: i don't disagree i was just trying to um that would be it would be an interesting um argument which that's a game yeah. we play actually is uh
1: Super Fight. Super
0: Fight, where basically that... I, I'm sure that is one of the two of the characters you could get. I'm our, sure it is. I'm sure yeah. both Mary Poppins and <laughs> Aquaman are in Super Fight, and we we have enjoyed playing Super Fight quite a bit at times.
1: I just feel like if you actually met Mary Poppins in real life, she would be terrifying.
0: I agree. So. I don't disagree. I don't disagree.
1: Like I think she would be full stop terrifying.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's implied in that first scene where she meets Mr. Banks. She's basically just like... She's Almost like, like brainwash not brainwashes, but like mind tricks, like doing yeah, mind tricks yeah. her away into this, like, he's like, what just happened? Are, sure. You work <laughs> for us, I guess, now. Like, she absolutely has some sort of, like, you know, gift yeah. that, like, she can, like, I will... am
1: the nanny you're looking yeah, for. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, there's something going on there, so.
1: <laughs> All right, thanks
0: for that question, Rodney. I'm assuming he asked it cuz he probably just saw both of those movies cuz he sees every single yeah. movie that comes out. Um I uh, wish I keep, went to
1: <laughs> Rodney is single-handedly keeping our theater afloat. He's
0: keeping the movie industry alive. He literally <laughs> sees every movie. It's very impressive and I wish I could see half as many movies as he saw, but I guess I could, I would just have to force myself. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Final verdict. No. <laughs> Are you ready for your sentence? Sentence? But there must be a verdict first. Sentence first.
1: Verdict afterwards. All right. So it feels kind of shitty to do this, given our discussion of the making of the movie and how Travers felt about it. But I have to give this one to the movie. Ouch. Ouch. Um, If I'm being honest, I just didn't think the book was all that fun.
0: Yeah. I say you had a lot of times where you could tell you were not super into it. Yeah. Um,
1: "Eh." Maybe it's because it's dated. Maybe it's because it's British. Yeah. Maybe it's because I'm an adult. Um, But there were only like bits and pieces of the book that I really enjoyed. Um, And some of it was actually kind of horrifying, like I said. Uh, And a lot of it was boring. Um, like I said, the book is episodic, um, and, and that's fine. Um, but I, I do think that works better for younger readers than it does for adult readers. So given that I enjoy that the movie had kind of a through line that it had like an ultimate message at the end. Um, and a a movie needs that. Yeah. Right. Movies aren't episodic. They need plots. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I also thought that the choice to make Mary Poppins more likable was yeah. a good one, because I, I, I just don't think the book version of her would have played well in a movie. Yeah,
0: you I know? agree. Yeah. I, when we discussed it earlier, I felt the same way. I feel yeah. like her, her, her character is so iconic in the film, I think, mm-hmm. in a way, I think it does a fairly good job of finding sort of the nuance in sort of the vanity, the, the confidence, yeah. while not making her outright sort of this unlikable yeah (laughs) you know
1: um and you know i I do wonder if i would have liked this book more had i read it as a kid and i I really don't know the answer to that um i do think there were things that probably could have been done in the making of this film to maybe respect the author more yeah uh i think they could have made mary poppins a little less sugary sweet yeah for sure um they could have used maybe a, a couple fewer songs i could yeah. i could think of a few that we could maybe could have
0: oh maybe yeah could have definitely
1: whacked on out of there i'm not
0: a big fan of the penguin dance
1: <laughs> um and i i wonder too if travers maybe would have been more okay with the animation had it looked less cartoony and maybe more like a moving chalk drawing yeah um, potentially although i don't know how possible that would have been in 1964
0: i, I don't know enough about animation I don't know where animation was at that yeah. point necessarily but
1: possible. um but you know we we just expect different things from movies than we do from books yeah. is really the bottom line we expect movies to have overarching plots we expect them to have through lines and at least in a kid's movie we expect the protagonist to be pleasant
0: yeah true <laughs>
1: Um, the book is still a classic, and I still think it's worth reading. Uh, but for me, the movie was a more enjoyable entertainment experience.
0: There you go. Shock one up for the films. Mary Poppins, the book. We're we, have, we sorry. <laughs> you lose. Good day. <laughs> all right, that's going to do it for this episode. Before we go, we'd like to ask you, as always, if you can rate and review us on all of the places where you download our fine podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, I don't know, a couple of uh, Spotify. I don't think Mm. you can rate or review on there, but you can get us on Spotify. Uh, Yeah, rates, uh, reviews and ratings help out a lot. Helps get more visibility for us. So, sorry, I'm playing trivia. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Uh, You're the worst. I know.
0: So go ahead and do that for us. That would be fantastic. Oh. Katie, what's next? Or did you have something else?
1: Oh, I was gonna say, uh, follow us on all the social media.
0: Yes, follow us on all the social media.
1: Because I work very hard on the social media.
0: they it's dynamite. You Thank do a you. dynamite job. <laughs> a bang up job on the social media. Yeah,
1: we have we have the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. Yeah. We got all the big ones. And they're all
0: great. We got lots of great fun little yeah. intermittent trivia facts and fun facts and cool pictures like, you know, when there's things we talk about in mm-hmm. The movie that we can't show you, obviously, on an audio podcast.
1: I will post that terrifying merry-go-round horse.
0: Exactly. You Katie will be able will to see it. it. So, yeah, check that out. All the social media. Katie, what's next?
1: Um, Up next, we are going to jump on the bandwagon and try to get in on a little bit of that meme action.
0: Yes. We're doing Bird Box. Bird Box. I didn't know that was a book. It totally is a book. I had no idea. Um. So, yeah, Bird Box. It's on Netflix. If you have Netflix, you can go ahead and watch that in the... Meantime, mm-hmm. uh, before... No, well, we have two weeks until we talk about it, but we'll be previewing it in our next episode in the prequel. Sorry. I'm crushing it. I'm further than I've ever gotten oh before. My God. <laughs> may or may not be playing HQ Trivia later. Right? And until next time, guys, gals, non-binary, and everybody else, keep reading books, keep watching movies, and, and keep, keep being, being awesome. hope awesome.